Here is some info on what I learned and my personal opinion on writing design documents. So in addition to my uh, personal notion, I did some reading to confirm and to add to what I think and the best practices of writing design documents when coding. And here are the main points. You do the design document when you are embarking on a project, usually in order to find some early issues that you could find in the design process. You also use the design document as a mean to understand the system because usually when you get to writing documents, then when you need to actually write that sentence, This helps you understand the system because in this way you can find that actually you did not understand it. You did not know what to write in this sentence. So writing it is like talking to a duck. So you talk to the duck, you write a design document and you understand better the system. You ask questions and you answer them. Of course, writing design documents is best in the early phases. Because this can save you later on on money, bugs and time and rewrite. You try to identify as many issues as you can in this uh, early uh, design. Um, no need actually to uh, stick to a strict uh, guidelines on the actual format. I, I don't like it. If you have some uh, template, of exactly how to write uh, design documents in your company, then I don't think you should have this template. Just get rid of it. The general guidelines are good enough and it's good to provide this uh, flex- flexibility. Also remember that the design document is not a requirement document, so you should stay concise and just mention briefly the requirements or a link to the requirements. But what you do need to provide in the design documents are the cross-cutting uh, concerns that you have to- taught about everything, about the security, about all the, the stuff, the logging, the metrics, everything. Also, additional benefits of uh, design documents and maybe even very, 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 very important one is that it actually builds and creates your organization memory. By organization memory, we mean a new developer comes in. So think of this poor developer who tries to understand the whole system, the whole design of the system. If he has some good design documents that mention the, the trade-offs that were taken Uh, what were the non-goals, not only the goals, but also the non-goals, things that you didn't want to achieve specifically with this design, uh, the constraints that were uh, applied during this design, because you, you couldn't actually design the system in this way because of constraints. So a new developer that would read it would understand better and could uh, dwell and dive into the organizational memory and be more productive. So this is very important because if a new developer comes and sees only the projects and the code, he wouldn't understand actually the motivation. And the motivation and the historical causes of these designs are one of the most important because in this way you provide other developers the ability to be productive, not only the developers who created the system. Okay, so when you actually uh, create the actual design, then it's best to start with... some kind of course and overview but the main point here is that 
what you're trying to achieve is to have a flow from overview, from a summary into uh, details. So you start with the general, you try to get the user, it's like a story, you try to get <clears throat> the person who is uh, reading this design into a flow where he understands the general concept, the general limitations, what you are trying to build. <clears throat> and then you are trying to take him uh, in a journey from an overview to the details. And it's very, very super important uh, to mention in the design, not only the choices that you have uh, taken, not only the actual designs, but the trade-offs, the other decisions, the alternative designs that you could, could have chosen. And then you say, given these constraints, given these goals, given these non-goals, this is the best design to solve the problem. Okay? <clears throat> Because usually what happens is that you describe like also in code, you, you don't just go for the happy flow. You just don't just move on with a happy design. This is my design. This is how to best solve the problem. You say, what are the alternatives? You say, what are the trade-offs? <coughs> and given all these alternatives and trade-offs, this is the design that I have chosen. Additional parts that you should have in your design uh, is the system context diagram. This is where you give the user to ability to see where your components and where your a design lives in the whole context of the system. Okay, be because it would be bad if a user would come into your document and just see your design. He wouldn't understand what is the context, wh what is the whole system, where is this component um, coming into the system. Always think of a new developer in the eyes of a new developer who comes to read your design document and try to read it as a historical document. With regards to the API, it's best only to sketch the main API or the main changes and not every nitty gritty detail because it would be just too overwhelming and it's not a, really the purpose, at least of this design document. I mean, all the details are going to be in the code. They don't need to be in the design document. The design document is to give the main decision points. Okay, the main, uh, what was the background, what is the context, what are the goals, what are the non-goals, what are the limitations, what are the trade-offs, and what is the best design to solve this. It's not like, now let's uh, give this implementation and let's provide all the APIs. Also, a very important thing not to forget is that uh, in many uh, designs, the, there is some data. Okay, in general, what you do is you take some input, you do some processing, and you give back some output. And today with the whole uh, data environments, in many cases, you store the data somewhere. So it's best to describe also in the design document where, what is the data stored storage? Where do you get the data that you present in the design? And where is it going to be stored? And all the cross-cutting concerns. By cross-cutting concerns, we mean all the logging, the metrics, everything, uh, security, everything surrounding. How, how am I going to roll it out okay, into a production if there is something uh, specific in this uh, design that needs some specific? If you find that you write some specific uh, code snippets in the design, this is a smell that it's not 
it's not actually belongs to the design document because if you went into code and why did you start writing code in the, the design document? Because maybe the design is not important enough to be in a design document because all you're giving the user is like step by step how to implement uh, this feature. This is good. This is a good document, but it's not a design document. Okay. I really like this kind of document because they provide the new developers with the ability to understand how to implement a new feature. You tell them step one, go to here, step two, write these code snippets. But if you see this in a design document, this means this is not a design document. This is an implementation step-by-step process. So once you start writing code or reading code in the design document, this is a bad smell saying this is not a design document. Also, if you are doing like a small project, like a prototype, something which is going to be thrown away, it's not super critical. You should consider whether you really need a design document. You might need it because you might be helpful for future, but not always, okay? Because usually it really, this is the trade-off. This is the, the exact trade-off that you should take into care whether it's important to have a design document for this prototype Or not, because if the, the, the general design, the general APIs, the general flow of the system is not changed, you're only adding a prototype, then it's not a good idea to have a design document. But if you're doing something uh, novel there, you're changing some of the implementation in a novel way, then a design document might be appropriate in this phase, although because it's a prototype, okay, it's not, it should not stick to the same, um, the same uh, level It's a design document for an actual feature in the or actual change in the design. So you have started and you have created your design. You, what I like to do and what you should do is gradually share it with larger and larger circles. You first maybe share it with one person, get some review, share it with multiple more people, get some additional review, and you increase this circle until you get all the people that are needed uh, involved. In this way, you can iterate On the design document because a design document is not something that you just write and then do a design meeting okay you start by creating it iterating it reviewing it by yourself then increasing this circle of people that are going to review this design document and you increase it more and more and more until you have all the people involved and you refactor and you iterate on this design document and the last part is that you should revisit once you start the implementation you have some kind of a link to the design document, revisit it and tune it. Because once you start implementing, you might find some new cases you might need to do updates. Okay, it, it's not a failure. If you wrote a design document and then you found when you actually need to write a code, need to change something, it's not a failure. Just learn from it for the next time if you could have spotted it in the design document. And if not, great, just update and iterate on the design document. So I think this was uh, super helpful. You can uh, find more information. I just did a uh, search for uh, how to write design documents in Google. I found a few articles I read. I added my own uh, personal opinions. So in general, a design document is best in general. And to sum up, a design document is a great way to, to, to embark on a new project, to kickstart a new project, to get some review, It's largely unstructured. 
a document no need to structure it and to enforce these are the sections that you need to write in the design document. This is not really a good uh, idea. Do it as early as possible. Try to identify issues, cross-cutting uh, concerns. And one of the things that I really like about uh, design documents is that it builds the organization memory. One of the most important things in general in organization that it was developer and with today's scrum and all this stuff is to build the organization memory so that when a new developer join or when an existing developer tries to understand how to fit in a new design he looks and read this documentation and he can understand an updated version of the architecture and the system this is actually maybe the most critical point in in a developer's organization, understanding the design and the building of the organizational memory.